Welcome to another episode of Dark Insight. It is Friday, the 19th of May, and this is episode 59. I'm your host for the evening, Brian Wade, uh, and I am joined as uh, sometimes um, by Jeremy Greer. Hello, Jeremy. Hold up. Excuse excuse me? I don't... We don't allow guests to host. I don't understand why you're hosting right now. What what is going on? I should be doing this job. (laughs) Oh, um, you should probably talk to Cliff about this one, actually. Am I am I out of the loop here on something? What's happening right now? Why is Bri- Why is Brian hosting our podcast, Cliff? Well, I, I got fed up with you talking trash to me all the time, so I've replaced you. Oh no! <laughs> have, I been, am I, have I been relegated to guest? <laughs> Congratulations I, on your new host. Oh your shit! New, your new role oh, as guest man. host. This sucks. I was really hoping I could just stay a host and just not host ever. <laughs> that was the best of both worlds. Uh, I could just tell everybody I host a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't have a million other podcasts to tell people that you host anyway. True, that's that's also true. Also true. Yes, well, I'm here. Uh, Hello, Brian. How are you? I am excellent. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And as you may have already heard, we are also joined by one Clifford Goldsmith. What? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the uh, this is the all rare Pokemon cast. Uh, we have Jeremy and Cliff on the cast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I and we them have both. A- and we have a new host, Brian it's Wade. You're, you're now you're now a permanent member of Dark Insight. It's true. You guys looped me into doing this somehow, and so I'm gonna yes. I'm, I'm yes, gonna be did. I'm gonna be a regular on this podcast. And when you say somehow, it was literally me saying, "Hey, do you want to be on Dark Insight regularly?" And you said yes. Like that was yeah, don't, act, don't act like it was like a me casting a spell or something. That was a text message. I, it, it might, it, I, listen, I don't know what you put into that text message. <laughs> Just not a lot of not a lot of effort. I can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Dark Insight guarantee. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we um we don't really. I mean. We, we already had four hosts. Uh, Brian kind of fit into our schedule, and uh, we wanted a fifth host so that we could uh, make him do all the work. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, be more lazy. Take up the slack for me and, Cri- <laughs> for me and, uh, for me and Cliff. <laughs> but uh, it just lets it, it makes it easier for us to put together shows with – because yeah. we like to do shows with at least three people. And yeah. getting three people together every single Friday, even with our very helpful and amazing community and having four hosts is actually <clears throat> kind of hard. Who, who thought – <laughs> so uh yeah so we invited brian to be on and he said no and we invited him again and he said no and finally i blackmailed him and he said yes so yeah that's exactly how it went down welcome brian wade thank you so yeah um i guess since i'm hosting i guess let's uh let's get into the weather okay so jeremy why don't you tell me how tell me how the weather is hot and sunny sunny louisiana hot and sunny i was right Yep. hot and sunny <laughs> just like the most boring weather ever like we haven't yeah. had any rain for a while it's been no cool storms no cool thunderstorms or anything like that it's just been like bright <clears> and <throat> sunny so it's gonna it's creeping up too like uh it's in starting it's getting into the low 90s right now so like by next month we'll be in the 
high 90s into the hundreds and it'll be super I, fun i picked a really good time to come visit you didn't i you picked literally the worst time to come visit me <laughs> you're, you're coming down in like august right no that yep. right yeah yeah it's going to be literally the worst time highest temperature is highest humidity so yeah. that's okay and cliff how about uh how about over in london i've been the opposite uh storms rain showers hasn't stopped raining for three days now uh yeah it's pretty pretty jank we literally had one day of sun and we was like oh brilliant great weather three days of torrential rain yeah it's crap that sounds (laughs) wonderful i'm so jealous of you uh (laughs) same honestly same (laughs) i want some sun i hate living in london well, listen, I will trade you because all week it has been like in the 90s and super sunny and hot here uh, until today. Uh, actually, last night it started storming and then today it's been uh, kind of dreary all day, which has been pretty good. Jealous. Mm. I just want, well, I, I just want it to not be raining. Anything other than rain will do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if it just started snowing, you'd be okay with that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's too bad we're poised in the earth, so it'll never snow again. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Colorado. <laughs> yep, that's sadly very true. <laughs> Look, it takes me an hour and ten minutes to walk to work every day and back again. When it's raining, that's not much fun. <laughs> sorry, uh, an hour and ten minutes each way? Yeah. That's a long walk. Yeah, I walk about mm, 12, 30 miles to and from work every day. That That actually sounds really nice. It is when the weather's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm just picturing like a montage scene of Cliff running down, like, not running, but like walking slowly, like while, um. No, no, no. Some days I do run. If I need to go and buy some Subway in the morning, I had some days I have to run. <laughs> How often do you skateboard? Do you know what? I never have to work. Never have. Wait, do they have like was... a skateboard tie in or something? Like, can you just book your skateboard somewhere? <laughs> what that means. That didn't really work out. <laughs> well, you can get one of those like powered skateboards that all the uh, that I hear all the like the douchebags in San Francisco have. I wouldn't mind one of them. You know that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds all right. I just don't want to be one of those tech bros. So, uh, well, we don't have them over here really. So I'll just be that per- that crazy person on the electric skateboard. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that's that's more or less the weather. So why don't we get into some some news? Hmm. Let's do. And we, uh, we I, I think, I think with the three of us on this cast, we absolutely have to talk about the Destiny Two gameplay reveal that happened yesterday. Mm. Did that yes. happen? I just started watching something, then I just fell asleep. So then I woke up, and everybody <laughs> was mad on Twitter. So was that was that the Destiny Two thing? I've already put it out of my mind. I, if, if people were mad on Twitter, it was probably about politics. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you guys want to talk about on Destiny 2? So uh, they announced Destiny 2. Did they announce a release date? I literally, I didn't really watch anything except for so, a trailer. Um, okay, so, so you just watched the trailer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, they they did announce a release date, which I think actually we may, we either already knew it or they, they yeah. had either already announced it or it had leaked earlier. Well, yeah, they already announced it. Okay, but it is uh, September 8th. Yeah. Yes. September 8th. Mm-hmm. So what's new? I can. Um, do I have mounts? Uh, can I, <laughs> well, can I get still, a mount? Still have your sparrow. Okay, so sparrows are still in the game. Is yep. it still first person? Yes. Still three man strike teams. Uh, not yes. Possibly, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Okay. The okay. Crucible is being changed to 4v4, which is kind of cool. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller teams, a little bit smaller arenas, which wasn't I'm a little, it, I, I'm, so, I'm sort of into. Wasn't it 3v3? It was, it was right. 6v6. 6v6. Oh, shit. <clears throat> okay. Come on, Jeremy. This is supposed to be a Destiny <laughs> fan cast. I'm not. It's not at all. <laughs> ever since they brought me on, it has never been a, a Destiny fan cast. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm making fun. I'm like, I'm trying to be the the old grouchy man about Destiny in the room. But like, I, I what I played of Destiny, I really, really enjoyed. So I can't, I can't really say that shit about it. Yeah, I can, I can literally post a YouTube video of us having a hilarious time for like three hours. You probably can post Destiny. several, huh? Haven't, haven't we streamed it twice? <laughs> or did we just stream it the, the one time for Duck, Ch- Duck Spring? I, I think we just streamed it the one time. Okay. If you want to anyway, watch yeah, it, um, it's, it's it kind of seems like it's more more or less more of the same mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as far as like the, the, the gameplay loop of the game. Uh, but they they talked a lot about like the uh, more or less just like ease of use stuff. Um, so uh, one of the things that they kept talking about is like how you don't have to go to orbit to go to a, go to a different activity. They like spent a lot of time hammering that point home. So I'm trying to remember you would go into like, uh, like a, like a planet and you would go do Mm -hmm. a thing and then you had to go to orbit to go be able to go do another thing. So they're saying now, like if I'm on planet, I can just go to my map and then just jump into another strike or anything else. I want to. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And destiny two will be out on PS4, right? Yes, it will. And it won't need a PS4 Pro. No. Uh, they didn't say so, so I assume not. So there's really no reason Destiny 1 can't do that, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, yes. And well, okay. Except for the fact that Destiny 1 Engine. came out on PS3 as well. It's to do Did with, it really? Yeah. Yep. The, the, the thing is, De- <laughs> De- Destiny 2 is actually, it may, it's using the same core stuff. Like, it looks the same, feels the same, but it's actually running on a new tweaked version of their engine because they had a lot of problems with coding on the last engine and it was just easier for them to go fresh start take everything from that one move it to the new engine destiny 2 new and a lot of the stuff they've added is ease of life stuff as we say that you could have added it to destiny 1 but changing the game would take them forever to make tweaks so with the new engine, if they have any problems and someone says, right, this needs balancing, we need to do this, they can do it fairly quickly now. Whereas before, it would take them such a long time because the engine was kind of busted. So, yeah, like the story that you always heard <clears throat> about the Destiny 1 uh, uh, level creator or whatever, uh, the map the map editor, is that if you wanted to move like a rock in that map, it would take you like eight hours to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember when Kotaku came out with that story of like how um, non-optimized all that stuff was. I do remember that now that you're yeah. saying that. Yeah, like they would they would like set a map to export overnight uh, mm-hmm. when they went home from work because that was the only way they could get any work done. That's ridiculous. Which ridiculous. is hilarious. But they've now come out and basically said that where they've made the, the these engine tweaks and stuff, they they're not having that issue now, so they can get a lot more work done a lot easier and. Yeah, and obviously d- ditching, obviously, last-gen consoles, PS3, Xbox 360, they've obviously been able to make... They've got a lot more room to play with now, so they've been able to make the game look better. No 60 frames, which is a shame, but... Uh, no 60 frames on console. On console, sorry. But they, that, uh, they, they have said that the uh, mm-hmm. the PC PC's version unlocked. will support uh, 4K resolution mm-hmm. and unlim- unlimited frame rate. Yeah. 
they came out today as well and said um, <laughs> it was quite funny actually this little article they put they was like oh we don't want to hold anyone in suspense anymore but uh, the PS4 Pro it's powerful but it's not powerful enough to run this game at 60 FPS I was like, oh. mm-hmm. right well and not even at 1080 I think someone's fibbing over here I don't know there's plenty of games that run 60 10 1080 on the Pro but we'll yeah I guess we'll have to wait for uh, Digital Foundry to come out and tell us exactly what we're going to get out of that game, huh? Well, yeah, they, 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 they basically we're waiting on. Yeah, they said they out and out. Bungie came out today, like literally two day, and said, right, you're getting 30 FPS on all the consoles, and then PC you get four. Uh, the only thing the Pro will get is obviously 4K resolution, but you won't be getting mm-hmm. it's 30 frames. That's it. So, so <clears throat> I saw both of you on Twitter being extremely excited for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, what like sell me on the hype? I want to I want to know exactly why you guys are super excited about it. For me, it's it's really hard to put the point across. But for me, it's it, it's it's mainly that story. That it looks like they've actually got a story this time round. It's it seems more more cinematic, more like your Halo campaign if you know what i mean back to sort of how bungie used to make their campaign stories and stuff that's what's really drawing me in for me it's just more destiny i love destiny so whatever they give me i'm quite happy it's going to be hard for me to explain right just the shooting the shooting mechanics in destiny everyone knows is in my views one of the best shooters on the market for that pure aim down sights, shoot the enemy, feel. Mm -hmm. I think it's fantastic. And that will be obviously just as good. It's that story. And the exploration as well, that's the main key point they're making a point of as well, where the areas were fairly small last time. These areas are saying some of them could be more than twice as big. And it's uh, open exploration with sort of towns and villages and things like that. So you, you can wander around and enjoy the world rather than just having a couple of little bits to to sit in you know what i mean okay <laughs> brian, brian as far as uh yeah i was gonna say as, as, as far as i'm concerned it's just like i really like playing that game like yeah i i, I the, more or less what cliff said like just the just the, the left trigger right trigger of that game is just so satisfying and like it feels so good in my hands that just like more of that is just always going to be a positive for me Okay, cool. So did they announce, um, like, obviously this is, that we saw a story trailer a few months ago, and we talked about mm-hmm. that on the podcast, but, like, everything had basically been destroyed, which was one of the reasons given for none of my stuff coming over to Destiny 2. Um, <laughs> have, have they talked about, like, what you are going to get out of your character? Like, if I have my Destiny 1 character at level whatever, like, do I get bonuses, or am I, is everyone kind of starting off at the same playing field besides, you know, cos- cosmetic stuff? Same playing field. Yeah, it kind of seems like you're 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 going to be able to like carry over your character's face, and so like whatever whatever your guardian looks like is a before, robot. right? <laughs> <laughs> and like whoever looks at their character's face because you always have a, hel- a helmet, helmet on either way. Yeah, yeah also true. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, cool. I'm, I'm excited about Destiny too. They've uh, you know I I will probably definitely try to play this with a bunch of friends, which is going to be kind of weird because even now. Uh, like on Twitter, I saw a bunch of people saying, like, well, I'll get it on PS4 if you're getting it on PS4. Well, I really want it on PC, but I know everyone's going to be playing it on PS4. Like, it seems like there's going to be a weird division. Um, <clears throat> not Tom Clancy's division. Just seems like there's going to be a weird divide between uh, 
you know the the players. So I'm, I'm wondering if the PS if the PC version of this is going to be good for gamers in the long term, or if it's strictly going to be good for bunching in the long term as people buy like multiple copies mm. of this to play with their friends. Yeah, because like I, I definitely have already like done the mental gymnastics in my head to to convince myself that I'm going to buy two copies of it. Because is there, uh, have they announced that that you can like is, is the saved information passed back and forth at all? Apparently, that is rumored that PS4 and PC are going to have cross save. See now, if that, mm. I, I hadn't I, I hadn't heard that, but if that is mm. the case, like I will, that there's no question at that point that I will have both copies. Nope, yeah, nope. That's... Seventeen hours ago, U.S. gamer Destiny Two won't have save between cross save between yeah. PC and console. Blame. Which yeah, seems stupid yeah, because, because yeah. it seems silly though because the, 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 it's not stored locally; it's stored on their servers. So why can't mm-hmm. they just go right? That's what the gear you've got. Off you go. I don't don't truly understand why they can't do that. Obviously, I'm not a game developer, but if everything's stored server side, I don't see why they couldn't. Yeah, and I I guess we didn't we didn't say this earlier, but the PC version is coming out on on Battle.net. Battle.net, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. In, in, in that case, like I know that I know that they had some weird thing where you could transfer your PS3 <clears throat> slash PS4 save of Diablo yeah. 3. Oh, Jeremy, I did this. You, you know more about I, this. I, than I, I can do. speak to this. It was it was actually Battle.net actually made this super re- as easy as it could possibly be. So I had um, two accounts. I actually only had one account on P- on the 360 for the Diablo 3 version. Um, Autumn was signing in as a guest, basically. So I created an account for her. Um, migrated her save to that account. Everything was fine. She could log in and see all of her stuff. And then uh, created battle.net accounts for both of us because neither one of us had one. Transferred the saves from there to battle.net and then went to the PS4, created Autumn account, obviously was logged into my PSN account, and then downloaded those saves and authorized it and everything was good. And literally everything came over. Some things were kind of janky. Um, like there would be items with attributes or with properties that just had question marks because <laughs> they were, because <laughs> it was from the original vanilla version of the game or whatever, which was before um, <clears throat> all of the, uh, whatchamacallit of evil. I don't remember the name of the expansion packs, but it was before the PS4 version came out. So a lot of those attributes and properties went away, but it was, it was a pretty painless process. Uh, the only problem is, on, especially for Diablo 3, it was pretty easy to hack items in the PS3 version to make items mm-hmm. like have, like you could make a weapon that had six gem slots <laughs> and then you could put like, or rings that had six gem slots or whatever. And then you could put insanely powerful equipment into your PS3 save and then transfer that to your PS4 save. So you would log in and do like a, like a run, um, like a rift, which was like a, just a, <clears throat> um, procedurally generated random mission. And uh, they'd be running it at such a high level, like you would you would go up like sixty levels instantly. Like it was insanity because people were running <laughs> this stuff so high, which was kind of cool. But also, like if anybody out there has ever done this, like it's kind of a bummer because you don't get to play the game at that point. You're just like, oh, now I have access to everything. Okay, I guess I'll never play this again. Uh, yeah, so that's I the kind of thing where like some random random guy on the internet could just like totally take away the joy that you get in that game. Yeah, if you're playing with being, if you're playing with puppies, especially, yeah, that was always yeah. a big thing. And uh, so most of the people we played with were uh, either goons or uh, later on with some duck feed people. So we didn't have that much problem. At, but still, like, you, if the game is is public, right? Like, you, sometimes you just want to log on and like play with some randos and have a good time and see what else mm-hmm. everybody yeah. is doing. And yeah, that kind of took that away. I, to me, like, if everything's server side, though, that wouldn't be a problem. And it seems, again, like Cliff said, if you just have your item properties of like, hey, this you have this gun and it has 
plus four to alien or whatever the fuck, then it should just come over from like, have a, have a battle.net account, uh, and then log in wherever you want to play destiny, wherever you've bought that game at. I, I don't know. I wonder if it's a console thing or a blizzard thing or a bungee thing that they, they haven't pushed that out or they didn't push for that. Yeah. If, I, if I, I had I, to I, guess, I would say cool. it's probably a Sony thing. Yeah. Or a Sony slash Microsoft thing. Mm. Yeah. But, on the upside, I mean, like, even if you do go from sort of PC to PS4 and say it's safe on PC and you don't have any friends, at least with the new clans and the way they're doing stuff for the solo player now to help solo players f- f- have people to play with. That new, oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's games. actually talk about that a little bit because I think that's really cool. Yeah, the guided games, yeah. Uh, the, the guided games and the clan thing, like, specifically, uh, Jeremy, I assume you didn't see any of this. Uh, just vague tweets. That was <laughs> with the extent of my knowledge. But so go ahead and explain it as if I was a six-year-old without okay, so access to Twitter. You're, <laughs> you remember <laughs> in Destiny One how if you wanted to have like a clan tag, uh, you had to do all this like convoluted stuff where you like logged into the Bungie <laughs> website and like connected your PSN account and joined a clan, and you had to like go to these very like specific pages and click on very specific buttons that were hidden very well. Okay. Do, do you remember doing that? I remember trying to do that, but like we've had a Dark Insight clan that I don't think I've ever joined. I never figured out how to do any of that stuff. So. That's because you're in the Alpha Omega Wolf Squadron, Jeremy. Oh, maybe, so maybe I did figure out how to do that stuff at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I walked you through it at some point. Um, but yeah, so uh, all of that is going away, and they're just bringing clans into the actual game, which is really nice. Um, so you'll be able to just like create a clan and, uh, give them like a, you'll have like a, you can give yourself like a clan motto, uh, and like basically like what, what kind of like players like are in the clan or whatever. And you get to make yourself a, a like a cool banner. And one of the things that that led to is like the, they, they talk about this whole guided games thing where as a solo player, you can kind of like get, uh, paired up, you can get match made up with, uh, you can like basically like choose a clan to get match made with. Uh, based on their like clan motto and like what their their values and stuff. Interesting. Who's in charge of making the dark insight banner? <coughs> well, I've never been any good at that ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> then I I will volunteer. <laughs> as long as the dark insight clan can be called the Alpha Omega Wolf Squadron. That's fine. Yeah, sure. I don't really care about the name. As long as there's just a lot of dongs on it. That's, I mean, and you know, just, just uh, filled with dongs is all I'm looking for. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so that's September 8th. Have both of you pre-ordered or are you both, um, well, I know you're not debating about PS, P, PC versus PS4, Cliff, but Brian, have you come to a decision yet? Uh, I'm going to buy it on PS4 first because I feel like most of the people that I'll be playing with will have it on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the... Uh, the the only person that I would play it with regularly that isn't isn't sure if they're going to get it on PS4 right away is my roommate. Uh, but like all of you guys are going to get it on PS4, so like I'm going to get it on PS4 first. Cool. And then I'm sure I'll you know down the line I will end up buying it on PC as well. But I, I mean, there's a, no that's way, a there's no for reason, future, Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just terrible with money. See my <laughs> multiple copies of Dark Souls One, uh, yep. <laughs> and somewhere down the line, like even though they don't have it at launch, they could introduce that cross save, which you know that could be a good yeah. migration path mm. to hey, yeah. the PS4 is aging and we can't really support it or whatever. So like, come to PC where everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And you know, ho- hopefully, ho- hopefully we'll see something along that along that those lines. But mm-hmm. either way, like I'm 
I I know I will have enough fun playing this game that I won't have enough, I won't have a huge problem buying it twice. Have you uh, put a pre-order in for it at all? Or? I haven't yet. I don't know if you do. You have to pre-order to play the beta. You do. You that, do. That, that was at the end of the trailer. I'm sure. Yep. Like, I, I mean, like it says pre-order for the beta, so they're, they're probably going to be passing out beta keys and things like that. So. I think there's. I think the beta is going to be open, but I think obviously if you pre-order, you get an earlier another beta beforehand. I think as well. So. More oh, importantly, it? is uh, Peter Dinklage in the beta? <laughs> <laughs> Only in the beta, and then they're going to remove him. Nope. Exactly. That's what I want to see. I, I want that. Ex- I want that exclusive content. <laughs> I would. I would actually be like really surprised in a good way if they did that. Yeah, I, they're one hundred percent not going to do that. They're, no, they absolutely won't. Yeah. Instead, it's going to be Arya Stark. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just cycle through the whole game of Game of Thrones cast. And sure, Destiny 3 will be Gwendolyn Christie. Yep, I'm okay with that. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, cast, so Destiny uh, 2. They cast Arya Stark in the New Mutants movie, by the way, and I'm very excited about it. She's going to be uh, oh, yeah? Wolf Spain. Yeah, she's the chick that like turns into a werewolf that's actually a mutant, not a werewolf. So, pretty cool. <laughs> Pumped about that. I don't know, anyway. I don't know if that's... I don't know if that counts as not a, not a werewolf. It's 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 a line. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> it's, it's a, a very thin line because she can do it at any time, right? She doesn't have to wait for the moon, which I oh, think okay. is like the defining factor of of a werewolf. But sure. because it's comic books, like when she, her mutant power came out, like she was doing it with the moon because I don't know puberty or something. Like it's really ridiculous. But yeah, she gets <laughs> harnessed up. Anyway, what else are we talking about news wise? Let's not talk about. Let's not make this episode of Days of Future Cast. Um, okay, so we've got the uh, the Netflix announced that they're going to produce a Witcher television series. I know basically nothing about this so uh whoever put this on here go ahead and talk about it well that's basically pretty much how much i know i just thought like, it's <laughs> that, that they, well they've not given us anything it's, yeah, they, it's quite, any kind of out, they yeah. basically just went oh yeah we're making a witcher series Bye. there's no trailer or anything <laughs> no that's all that's all they told us they, they just disappeared off into the smoke so, oh, okay thanks thanks for all the info <laughs> but um what, what, what do you guys reckon? What do we reckon is going to be a bit of a... I mean, it's just going to depend. Like, I don't really think that they need... Um, I forgot how you pronounce the main character's name. It's Geralt. Right? Geralt. Right? Geralt. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, like, if they if they take a very literal transition translation to this, right? Like, if they just pick one of the books and it's like, okay, we're going to make a TV show out of these books. Like, I mm. think that might be the wrong way to go. Like, I would like, like, there's enough stuff in the Witcher universe for them to kind of pull from, uh, but I, I don't think that they'll do that. Like, I think they're going to, like, cast a gray-headed dude to have two swords on his back and be looking for, uh, like, that red-headed chick, like, in Witcher 3, because, <laughs> probably you know, that's what gamers want to see. So, um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll watch it. Like, I'll watch anything. I'll watch, I'll watch garbage all the time, so I'll definitely watch it, but I, well, I have, like, no hopes for Netflix to pull off, like, a fantasy series like this, with this kind of big-budget stuff, especially mm-hmm. because... Their original stuff lately has been kind of like I haven't really liked a lot of their new Marvel stuff. I haven't liked um, oh what was the new thing that, that we watched the other day that I didn't really dig. I don't remember, but yeah, I just yeah some of that stuff just falls flat for me. Yo, but like, have you seen? Have you watched Master of None season two yet? I haven't. I really want to because I love his. Oh man, so yeah. it is so good. I know we need to get it. We need to get on that. Um, well, so on the on the topic of the Witcher TV series, um, I clicked on the article that's in the show notes. Uh, and I just want to read you guys this, um, this little quote down near the bottom of the article. There is a moral and intellectual depth in these books, which goes beyond genre. 
It is a story about today and today's challenges hidden under a fantasy cover. It is a story about us, about the monster and the hero inside all of our hearts. So that kind of tells you where they're going with this <laughs> this TV series, I guess. Sure, yeah. I mean, that sounds like uh, Game of Thrones, right? Like that's yeah. That's. I mean, it's 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 dealing with you know. We were the Walking Dead all along. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you're mixing your metaphors a little bit there, Jeremy. Everybody knows what I'm saying, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's um, kind of they seem to be Netflix seem to be showing form at the moment. Actually, with doing these game things because they announced the Castlevania series as well, didn't they? Oh, they did. I'd forgotten That's about right, that. I'd yeah. forgotten about that as well. Yeah, very interesting. I'm more, and to, be honest, that, to be honest, to be honest, there were those rumors about the Zelda series as well. Yeah, I think that finally that got shot down though, didn't it, by um, mm-hmm. Netflix? But the the Castlevania one, they're definitely doing. But I think I'm probably more looking forward to the Castlevania one than the Witcher series, to be honest. Yeah, I don't. I I will probably watch it because I've liked what I've played of the Witcher games, but mm. like, I'm not dying to see a Witcher TV series. I mean, at this point, it's 2017. Does is anybody really excited about any adaptation of any? Like, I mean, it's just so it's so like there's been so few successful ones that like I'm I'm I've really I've been wanting a Dark Tower movie or TV show for like since I was 13 years old, and I've seen the trailer that's come out, and okay, like I'll be there day one, like I'm going to watch it, which makes me probably part of the problem, but mm-hmm. like I don't I have no expectations that it's going to be good because I mean Idris Elba is a very handsome man. Yeah, I'll I'll watch that dude eat eat cereal for for two and a half hours. Like I'm okay with that. <laughs> Man, did you, uh, Brian? I know you just rewatched The Office recently. I had totally forgotten that he was in that show, and he's yep. so good in The Office. <laughs> oh my great. god, he's so funny. And that that initial that like that the first episode that he's in where he where Jim is wearing the tuxedo the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Just perfect. Uh, and all the ladies are just like dying over him. It's just, oh, it's so good. Let's, yeah, let's I mean, start like, an office podcast, Brian Wade. All right, I'm 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 down. We can probably get Gary to do it, too. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Any, anything else on The Witcher? Uh, I don't really have anything else on it. Nah. All right, well, let's move on then to... Um, there's 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 no article associated with this because you guys are bad at uh, taking notes. Um, <laughs> but uh, Life is Strange Two, aka Tribute to Vader, is officially announced. Uh, what, what's what's <laughs> what's funny is that I actually have an article in the show notes of the actual episode, but I forgot to put it in the show notes that you guys can see. So, <laughs> sorry. The, Fired from the podcast, Jeremy. The, 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 the listeners just see like at the, the, the quality of uh, this show, like. Just, out in the open right now. <laughs> it's normally <laughs> hidden. I'm just airing our dirty laundry. That's why you brought me on this show. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really excited about this. I know, and uh, mm. I think we, we think that Josh put this in the show notes because I forgot to and uh, made the uh, tribute to Vader because, as most people know, Vader had a significant problem with the dialogue and couldn't get through the show. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm very excited for this. They've said it's not really a direct sequel. They said it's just going to be kind of like a spiritual thing. Um, so mm. I really hope that it's got the same kind of character development and the same kind of weird stuff happening in a normal town and just another quality soundtrack. And then I'll be pretty much set. Like I'm the only the only downside to this is I'm going to be so excited to play it. I'm, if they release it episodically like they did the first one, I'm not going to be able to help myself. So I'll have a big weight between chapters. Whereas when when I played Life is Strange, they were all just out. So I just yeah. bought them all and played straight through. So. Same. 
<clears throat> Brian, where are you at on Life is Strange? Uh, I still have not played it, although I really want to. It's just one of those things that just kind of like, it came out at a time when I was playing other stuff, and I just never never got around to getting back to it. That's a fantastic and so, story, man. M- maybe this, this game coming out, or this game being announced, will uh, kind of push me to actually go go back and play it at some point. You should. I'm sure at some point like they'll release it for free on pl- various platforms. Oh, I own it. <laughs> oh, you already own it. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. I own it great. on Steam, I believe. But I never, uh, you know, I, 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 it's probably even installed. I just never actually play it because <laughs> I'm the worst. Yeah. You hear that, Internet? Audio confirmation. <laughs> the title has been handed He's to Brian handed. Wade. No, no longer am I considered the worst. At least I, you know, actually show up to this podcast. That's true. You're you're almost more episodes than I am right now. So good job. <laughs> probably is already more episodes than me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, cre- I'm creeping up on you guys. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Uh, there isn't there a whole lot out about this, right? They yeah. kind of just said that, hey, we're making your life is strange too. Looking yeah, that's pretty it. much it. Like yeah. that's, that's literally it's, all of the information it, we know. But if it can be more like the first one, like that cool story again, like as I say, the, the game like it, was, it wasn't super amazing, but that story was what hooked me. Loved it. It was a beautiful story, beautiful characters, very interesting. Looking forward to the second one. Very much yeah, so. it's, I mean, it's more or less like a Telltale adventure game, just mm. not made by Telltale, right? Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, that's fine. Those games those games play fine. The uh, The developers did say that this will not be at E3 this year. So it'll be later this year or next year before we get any kind of real details to it. Yeah. But I'm still super excited and can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right, and then uh, so so we have one last piece of news, uh, which I I just saw this headline, and we decided we had to put it in the end of the show notes. Um, so there is a there's a more a new a new Venom movie that has been announced, uh, and it's going to be starring uh, Tom Hardy. And Woo. this headline, which just like ruined me when I when I read it, um, <laughs> Sony announces Sony's Marvel Universe. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Um, which then there's a, there's a tweet, uh, from Sony where they, they literally use the phrase Sony's Marvel universe. So this is not just like, uh, a dumb, a dumb headline. This is legitimately what Sony is calling it. So, so what, what Marvel properties does Sony actually have? They have Spider-Man, Venom. Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. Or is is Fantastic Four Fox or, or Sony? Uh, that might be Fox. I can't remember. I think, I think, yeah, yeah. Um, so they it could are, just be Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I really don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> according to this article, they are also developing a Silver Sable slash Black Cat project within the Venom universe, <laughs> along with other Spider Man characters, which will comprise that universe. So basically, Spider Man. So yeah, basically <laughs> yeah. just Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man. It's you know similar to the the X Men deal where uh, like Foxes they can use they've licensed a bunch of X Men yeah, uh, but they can't yeah. license anymore and so now they just have to invent their own mutants. So like uh, future X Men movies, like you won't see like you know characters that you know and love. You'll, they'll just start inventing new shit. Um, yeah. But 
like Marvel's, excuse me, Sony's Marvel universe is a really weird thing because like Sony has licensed back Spider-Man to Marvel well, for uh, the Infinity War and for yeah. the, uh, this next Spider-Man movie where like Tony Stark is in it and shit. Like, I, was, I don't know if you guys watched the trailer for that Spider-Man movie, but like there's a clip in it with Captain America like talking about fitness in the background is on a, like a commercial. <laughs> like it's goofy <laughs> as hell. So yeah. is, is Sony's quote unquote Marvel universe still tied to the MCU or is it totally no. separate? Like, see, this is what I'd heard. Like, obviously, I, I've been listening to uh, Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman, and they were talking about it uh, last week, I think it was. But there's rumours that after the, the MCU Spider-Man's done, Sony are going to possibly be taking Spider-Man back and doing it themselves again. <laughs> Which is hilarious because that means we'll get yet another Spider-Man with yet another origin story. Yeah, yep. just like fucking what the hell? I thought Sony had finally had a ping light bulb and they got it right. <laughs> and they, I just hear more and more. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like you've made it right. You've put Spider-Man back there. They've created and made, by the looks of things, a great Spider-Man. They've chose the right guy. And just leave him there, or if you can, make a deal and connect that universe to your Venom universe. What's, mm-hmm. what's the, what's the yeah, issue? Yeah, because the, the new Spider-Man movie looks like really promising. Mm. Like yeah, it, it looks, looks like I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, like from the Spider-Man that we saw, like it's the obviously it's the same kid that we saw in uh, what Civil War. Yeah. Yep. And he was super fun in that movie. Like he was, he felt like Spider-Man yep. in a way that uh, some of the some of the past Spider-Men haven't quite felt that way. And the trailers are good. Like the trailers are like the. It seems like one of the the big like conflicts of it is going to be you know him working with Tony Stark to get technology, but then getting that taken away from him so that he doesn't mm-hmm. he has to rely on himself. Which you know that's a coming of age story without directly being a rehash of all of the other three Spider Man movies that we yeah. had, <laughs> the other three versions. So I, I, it looks really interesting. Like to see Sony doing this kind of stuff is is really weird to me, but I. I like the idea of a of a Venom movie. I have no idea what this plot's going to be. Like, is he literally going to get, like, <clears throat> the suit from space like he does in the comics? Probably not. But, um, <laughs> <clears throat> like, what it, like what is going to be the plot? And, you know, Sony superhero movies up up till now have not had, like, great ratings. <laughs> like, they haven't done well. So, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be real curious to see a trailer of this at some point because, I don't know, man. Like, this might be, a, this might be one that I'll just skip because... They I haven't mean, done. Like, I, they didn't do Venom real good in Spider Man Three. I really like Tom Hardy though. Tom like Tom Hardy Three. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like it's Tom Hardy playing Venom. I'm gonna go see this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say that I will go see it because, like, I've definitely skipped out on my fair share of uh, of superhero movies. But man, I really like Tom Hardy. Yeah, I haven't even had time to go see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or Alien Covenant yet. Like, I'm not even... I'm so far behind. Like, and I wanted to go see both of those, like, day one, and I just haven't had time to do it. So. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I I never saw Logan, so I'm, I feel I feel you. Oh, wait. You should, I know. You should fix that. I know. I really <laughs> want to. That's a legitimately great movie. Did you guys hear that they were re-releasing it in uh, black and white? On, like, a black and white, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're doing it for, like, one day in a theater, and I really thought yeah. about trying to go to it. Uh, I might sounds, still, but I don't know. Like, super cool. W- would that be would that be a good way to watch it for the first time? Do you think? Uh, I'd, 
Probably not. Like I don't. I, mean, I like that. Like they did the uh, what do they call it? A black and chrome version. Of, oh yeah, uh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I think that would be cool if you were really into the movie. I have no doubt in my mind that you were going to be really into the movie. Like I know when you I, you were, hey. were going to like the movie, but uh, <laughs> I think you would want to see it the first time so that you could, like in full color and everything. But yeah, I think is it's it's out like on digital platform soon, right or now? I don't know. So maybe I haven't I'll, seen it uh, up for in my illegal download sites. So okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll figure out a way to watch it this weekend if I can. Cool. But yeah, so that's uh, that's more or less the news. So why don't we move on to some video games? That's cool. what everybody's here here to hear us talk about. Ostensibly, uh, so, so. Uh, J- Jeremy, you've been playing some interesting video games. Why don't you start us off? I have. Uh, have either of you heard of this game called Dark Souls? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I heard, I heard it's really I heard mm. it's really hard. Uh, what do they uh, they say like prepare to die or something like that? I've heard yeah, I've heard it's yeah, a pretty yeah. tough video game. Prepare to dine, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a cooking game. It's from the producers of Cookie Mama. Uh, no, I, I started up uh, like being inspired by um, I think both of the Gavs now as well as Patty on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, who've all been doing Soul Level One runs. I was like, well, hey, I'm gonna if if my Xbox One can not be a dumbass and stream directly from the console, I'm gonna try to stream some Soul Level One stuff. So I did that last weekend for two or three hours. Uh, I got up to the gargoyles in Soul Level One, and then ended up having to go. We had a, we had a game to catch, so we we had to jet. Um, but I, so I didn't get to kill them. But uh, had a good time getting there. And uh, number one, that game is a just because I talk about Dark Souls a lot does not mean that I am any good at Dark Souls. That was a, <laughs> <laughs> that was a rude awakening as a dude who has literally spent like hundreds of hours talking about Dark Souls. Uh, playing it is a totally different thing so you know ask chat like should i take on the black knight in the burg and of course chat said yes absolutely why are you even asking and uh died probably 10 times trying to kill that dude uh had no no idea on parry timing anymore i don't know if i've just been fucked up from dark souls 2 or i never really quite learned how to parry like significantly well in dark souls 3 but uh it, whatever it was maybe it was just bloodborne or something timing was way off could not parry ended up just chain backstabbing with death um, like using those old pvp skills i don't i don't want to i don't want to put you on blast too much here but it's mm-hmm. definitely not bloodborne this fucked you up because you the parry timing is exactly the same in bloodborne as it is in dark souls 1 no, but it's but it but it's not though. Like it's it's it's, totally just, it's looks different. Like you're trying to parry the hand in in uh in Dark Souls one, and like the and timing and everything feels it just feels way different. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I always I took two Bloodborne's parrying very naturally. Like it just felt good to me. So That's I don't know. You played a lot of Dark Souls one, probably so. But somewhere <laughs> along the line, those, those skills have atrophied. So I, I could not even parry him once. I got a I got like a, one of those partial parries where uh, you take damage and the, the, the you know you don't stagger or anything. So, uh, but so level one, like your your margin of error is so so small. Like it's one hit from that dude or two hits from that dude, and then you're dead. Um, mm-hmm. But I did. I eventually killed him and got my blue tear stone ring. Woo! And. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that. There were summon signs available. I'm playing the Xbox One backwards compatible version. So like walking out of the Berg and seeing like a dude in full Pyromancer gear right there, like with the summon side down. I was like, oh, it's 2017. Y'all people are still doing this. It was really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was pretty adorable. I'll probably continue to uh, stream that. So I'll I'll drop a link in the show notes to my Twitch if you guys want to check that out. Uh, But in the meantime, I've also started a just a... Strong gal is what I'm calling the character. She's just gonna be a super strong chick. Um, what, uh, suicide what, what, what weapon is she gonna use? Do it. What weapon is she going to use? The Zwei. Going for the Zwei first. Okay. okay. So I've got a I've got a character. I've been playing. A, I've been also playing some Dark Souls One. Uh, what? 
doing doing like a little casual you know just just here and there like i just booted up for like an hour or so just doing a casual mm-hmm. run through um of a uh i've got a guy using the uh the great club or not the great club the large club uh, and his name oh, is yeah. clobber and tim that's the uh that's the poop bat right that's, that's the, the poop has bat. poison yep. damage that's the poop bat excellent excellent <laughs> i love love that weapon oh yeah it's um, really it was good. it was really funny like i let's uh let's put dark souls 3 let's burn dark souls 3 a little bit um because i feel like i so i haven't played the dlc uh but you guys have and just don't don't play it just don't (laughs) um so i but but even in the main game of dark souls 3 like there's definitely some significant like uh like health health part health bar bloat for the bosses Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, I was totally blown away by like how quickly I was able to beat Sif when I played the most recent time. Uh, mm-hmm. My club isn't even plus fifteen; it's like plus ten, and each each hit of my club was taking off like a, a like a ninth of her health bar. <laughs> Whoa! And that is like that's a lot. That's a lot. That is yeah. a lot. Yeah. And especially like compared to like the way that you see like you taking off like centimeters of a health bar. And Dark Souls Three, yeah, yeah. I know you didn't play the DLC, DLC, but uh, man, like there's a there's a dragon down there, and even you know maxed out weapons or whatever, and it's you know I hit the thing once in the face, and it's it's like just a just a just like a barely visible you know fuck. piece of the H- <laughs> fuck HP bar. Yeah, I've heard some talk yeah. about that dragon, and uh, it's it's demoralizing, you know. And something you just brought up is a really interesting point. It, you know, your your weapon wasn't even all the way upgraded. Dark Souls really allowed you to get crazy overpowered if you knew what you were doing and i think that's yes, to its it benefit. Does. like if you know how to get your stuff early like if you know how to go you know grind for the large shards that you need in the depths or grind for <laughs> chunks somewhere or whatever like you can get your weapon maxed out pretty early if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and then like a plus 15 weapon in that game is legit overpowered <laughs> like yeah. if, especially if you've got the corresponding um <clears throat> stat you know upgraded to where it needs to go mm. That's that's your legit OP. Just like the pyromancy stuff is legit OP. Like that's crazy if you do that. So, but I don't think that Dark Souls Three has that. Like it just doesn't feel like you ever get to the point where you're just squashing enemies. And that's one of the good, cool parts of the game. I think. Yeah, that's something that I've always like coming back to Dark Souls. It's like if like you you talk constantly, like you always hear constantly about how like knowledge compresses space in Dark Souls, and it does. But mm-hmm. like it compresses space in more than one way. Like it compresses space in a, uh, knowing where everything is and like where to go, but it also compresses space in a, like if you know how to fight these guys, like everything is just like falls before you like really easily. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was like talking about the tutorial boss and the, and the, um, insane asylum, the undead asylum, excuse me, uh, (laughs) on my strength build that I just started today drop down did the drop attack and it was half the hp bar <laughs> like that's like that feels so good and it's so satisfying and i'm not saying the game should be easy i'm just saying like it doesn't have to be hard like a, you know you bring back bonfire aesthetics or whatever people want to get, get the difficulty that lobos and the peeves and whatever and the streamers of the world want but like just give me my normal dark souls back please from <laughs> well thankfully we'll always have dark souls that's true yeah. it, the game has not changed so and that, that game is still amazing as it turns out are we uh, are we going round robin, or do you want me to go through the rest of my games? Uh, let's do round robin because uh, Cliff, you've been playing a game that uh, some people might call like a sci-fi Dark Souls. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying so hard on Twitter and everywhere just to try and get people to stop comparing them. 
They're kind of in the same genre. Like, obviously, Dark Souls started this genre of stamina management action RPGs. So, obviously, everything that comes after is now either a clone or a Souls-like. But do we say Call of Duty is a clone of Medal of Honor? I don't know. No, it's a Doom clone. Yes, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was going there so quick and you beat me nice, to it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I try... Uh, playing this game I went into it at first playing it and thinking like Dark Souls and I didn't enjoy it to start out with obviously uh, actually well I need to tell people it's obviously the surge of playing this yeah, yeah let's actually say the name of the game <laughs> yeah, it normally helps to tell people yeah uh, obviously I've been pl- I played this for review so uh, it, it actually this is one thing I've now f- encountered when people used to talk about playing Dark Souls for review before it came out and you had nowhere to look for help on bosses or where to go. I finally experienced that. And my God, it's a pain in the ass not having anyone to talk to or any things that you can look at to try and help you on a section. Like there was a piece in the game. I was completely fucking lost running around in circles trying to find where I was supposed to go. My fault, being an idiot. But normally, I'll just go on the computer and look. But I can't. I was like, well, so I always hear fuck. that uh, the the thing you always hear about Dark Souls is that there was this like uh, famous like game journalist like email chain mm. of people that were all reviewing Dark Souls, like having having those conversations <laughs> with each other. Yeah. Um, was it was there kind of nothing like that? Like there was no like Twitter DM or anything. I, I well, <clears throat> I did put obviously I, I put a few calls out, and obviously I was able to get uh, quite a few responses from people who are reviewing it but obviously you need to be careful because obviously don't want to break any embargoes and stuff you need to sort of be careful so it's but i did eventually be able to and and the funny thing was i pinged a few messages to the developer as well and they were like we'll get back to you as soon as possible we're sort of swamped (laughs) in questions at the moment people throwing questions at us like there's no fucking tomorrow so but they did actually get back to me eventually they were really cool the developers have been really helpful and answered sort of all the questions i've thrown at them and stuff so but uh yeah so obviously the surge the yeah, sci-fi Dark Souls, as everyone says, but I don't honestly think it's like Dark Souls. The only thing I feel compares to Dark Souls is your stamina management in battle. That's pretty much the only thing I feel is similar to Dark Souls. Cause it's, it's, so I, I know basically nothing on. about this game except that it was made by the Lords of the Fallen People. So. Yes, uh, made by the Lords of the Fallen People. Lords of the Fallen was uh, turd. <laughs> this shout out to richard for me is not turd <laughs> which is great uh the may the the big the big thing coming into this coming from lords of the fallen is they've made a big change on their engine i can't remember exactly what it is but the, it's the way it computes things and this engine is now fucking stunning like if you, if anyone's into the tech side of things, uh, Digital Foundry did do a video on Lords of the Fallen, and this game comes in at five gigabytes in size. Yeah, I'd heard that. That's insane. Insane. It's so unbelievably optimized. You would not believe it. Like, it's. It, I can't believe how crazy it is. And on the PC, the four, the full four K versions, like eighty four K, that's only twelve gig because it's so optimised. They've done some real fantastic work. And basically, the, the, obviously, the frame timings, the frame rates, the frame pacing is 
perfect. You don't get any judder, no stuttering, no frame drops. It's constant, solid, never a drama. That's obviously for the tech kid, someone like me. That is fucking beautiful. That is hard to do in a video game. And the only other game recently that managed that was Horizon Zero Dawn with their engine. So it's a pretty big feat coming from Deck 13, who is a relatively small team. They're not huge. So, but yes, the Surge, uh, you start out, you are, the, this is the one thing that I didn't like about the game. You play Mr. Generic White Dude. And you you can't change it. You can't be a female. You His don't name have a character. Is Warren. Warren. Yeah, Warren. His, His name, name is fucking Warren. 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 Yeah. I could not believe that. I watched some yeah. of a uh, friend of the show, Allison, Allison by proxy, by proxy on Twitter. She was streaming a little bit of it. And I uh, could not believe this dude's name was Warren. Warren. And, uh, Mm-hmm. fucking warren uh yeah. and she even like there's even like a like a console somewhere like a computer that you can use that shows uh, another character <laughs> that's in the same suit and and like it was such a fucking tease like let me play as the chick too man come on oh uh, yeah the, the, the chick in the suit looks rad i'm like oh come yeah. on because i in these action rpgs i like playing as a female i like i always do because we play as dudes all the time in video games so it would have been nice but pff, what it's one of those things they they decided. I feel all right. Obviously, oh, this is. I don't know if that's got to do with anything with the optimization of the engine. Be, by having that locked in character, they can optimize it even more and get that completely tightened up like they did. I don't know if that's got anything to do with it because obviously, if you had the character creator and stuff, it would change things on the optimization side of ends. Not too sure. I think that's maybe what is there but there you go yeah generic white dude warren <laughs> not is yes uh, warren <laughs> but you go to work for a big company big mega corporation called creo you uh start your first day you are in a wheelchair can't walk so obviously you've gone to walk, work for this company who surgically implant an ec- uh, uh, an exoskeleton to you if you have ever seen like elysium or uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, the exosuit looks just like them, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you go to work, you go have your suit fitted, shit hits the fan. It, yeah, I won't, yeah, you just watch it, play it. But you wake up in a junkyard being sort of dragged by a robot, and you can, you can now walk again because your power suit's working. And that is basically the core of the story for the first half of the game. You, it doesn't really tell you much until that back half of the game when it starts opening out. And the story does get a little bit more interesting in the back half of the game. And that was one of my major complaints was the story is very, very sparse in that first half of the game. And I mean, I put nearly 30 hours into it. Just like 15 hours with fuck all story. Really? But, the combat mechanics, I personally fucking love the combat mechanics of this game. It feels like it kind of plays like Bloodborne. It's the only way I can explain it because uh, the mechanics are obviously you have you have your lock on. The dodge mechanic, instead of being like a dodge roll, it is a, a like a sprint dodge like Bloodborne. And I, as everyone knows on this show, I do love the speed and the way Bloodborne plays. That is my... It's not too fast. It's not Neo. Neo's too fast for me. But it's not <laughs> sort of slower in the Dark Souls sense. I like that nice that nice in-between. It's a little bit faster, but not too fast. 
and the surge does play like that as well but you can slow it down by putting on larger heavier armor or well they're like um like power suits basically because the the suits you get are for technically for doing work basically you're either like an engineer or a power loader kind of thing and the the, oh, the heavy armor does actually look like ripley's power loader armor from i do i do like that part yeah that's good yeah yeah it's pretty cool but uh the main thing with the combat mechanics and gaining items is the dismemberment system basically when you lock onto someone you can basically target the head left arm right arm main body left arm right leg and you then attack with either not heavy or light attacks they are either horizontal or vertical attacks so basically if you're attacking an arm you need to be doing sort of a vertical attack because it's upward slice if it's a leg you need to be horizontal attacks same with the head horizontal attacks would do more damage so you need to apply that to each part of the body and so basically if they've got a they've got a, a weapon in their left arm that you want you need to target their left arm attack vertically until it's at its low health and if you've gained enough energy through consecutive hits think of it kind of like when you gain back your health in bloodborne where you're hitting a consistent character but this is like a, a, a meter bar that builds up and when you reach a certain point it gives you enough energy to perform a dismemberment so basically if he's got that weapon chop his arm off that weapon's now yours and that's that is how you go around gathering any materials or any items in the game because you won't get any drops if you just loose attack and just kill them. If you want that piece of armour on his leg, you've got to chop it off. You want his helmet, chop his head off. That armour's now yours. And if you want to upgrade it, you just keep chopping off armoured heads and they will give you the specific uh, resources to upgrade your armor so you don't have to like in dark souls if you wanted to farm materials you had to do it and hope for drops with this you just go right he's armored because he's marked you got two um when you highlight something blue is unarmored yellow is armored so if i wanted to upgrade my helmet i'll just find right this guy here has got a helmet just keep going out chopping his head off and it'll give me the crafting materials to upgrade that item so it's very, very easy to upgrade and collect items and weapons. It saves a lot of time not having to worry about the random RNG-based item and weapon drops, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, that does sound kind of cool. Yeah, that was the one thing that I always liked from the, the trailers and stuff is, you know, like Borderlands always promised, like, oh, if you see that dude's weapon, you're going to be able to kill him and take your weapon, which never really worked out. But this it actually, it really seems like it actually works. It absolutely cool. 100% works every time it does work. You want that weapon, just take it. Yeah, simple as. And if you don't want anything, you don't have to bother. You can just go around killing people. On my first playthrough, I didn't realize and I weren't chopping things off. I'd got sort of 20 hours into the game and I've been wearing the same armor and using the same weapon from the start of the game because <laughs> I completely forgot about chopping up armors. I was getting too just engrossed in it, killing everyone. And Yeah. Um, the, the, the only other thing, there's, there's not a great deal of enemy variation. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Um, if it's not like a huge spoiler or anything... Um, mm. What are you fighting in this game? Like, is it other people in power armor? Yes. Okay. As a pretty, pretty much that's your main 
body of enemy are mechanized humans but you get lots of varying types of those mechanized humans and the way they attack and move do all feel very different because of certain armors and if uh, some of them like the, the, the earlier area because obviously you don't know what's going on they're, they're kind of crazed and mindless the enemies and as you get on the further on in the game you will come across more coherent enemies who are faster quicker agile much much more agile and they can absolutely devastate you in a couple of hits because this game i will say is fucking hard it's really hard like i know people are like Ugh. but i will say i'm shit at these games so if i can finish it anyone can finish it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it is bloody tough until the major problem I had, and I've, I, I said this to Alison, and I also said this to Darth Shinobi as well. Like they were playing it, I said, "You must not play it like Dark Souls. You you've got to use those dismemberment mechanics and targeting parts of the body that are unarmored because you will get your ass handed to you if you play it like them games. You need to play it like the Surge." Because it's also got a mechanic which everyone's calling the block, but it's not a block. This is the thing. It's it's marked up as block, and you can hold it in front of you, and it, it drains your stamina. But it's basically a parry. It It blocks and holds, but what you need to do is you need to pull it up just as an enemy's attacking, and it will stagger the enemy. And if you attack straight away, you basically get a riposte kind of thing. It, it, it does a regular attack, but because they're staggered, you get basically double the damage. But a lot of people are trying to use the block as an actual block because when you're holding it, you can't move. You're locked into the ground. So it's more like Bloodborne, but Bloodborne doesn't have a block, you know, It's but it has a parry. Same goes for the surge, but it just doesn't look like a parry and it's marked up as block. So it is, has confused a few people. So yeah, I've just been trying to drum that into people about that mechanic. <laughs> Uh, and the other thing as well, it doesn't tell you as well, there are kind of backstabs as well. If you move behind, get behind a character, you you have like a targeting reticule on the character and it will go sort of orange. So you kind of kick them to the ground and just whack them in the head. That does harder damage as well. Not necessarily a backstab, but once again, it's very, it's a similar mechanic. So, um, Any reason to um, go through multiple playthroughs? Like, is the build system flexible enough to make you want to go like, oh, now I want to be a fast dude or I want to be a heavy dude or an engineer versus a whatever? Like, is there there some build variety that you can talk about? Yeah, yeah, there definitely is build variety. I mean, there's armor-wise, there's only really a few different types with different types of bonuses. Uh, When you wear a full uh, set of gear, you get item stat bonuses, basically. So if I'm wearing the Rhino gear which is the heavy tank stuff you get extra damage whilst using damage injectors i'll get onto them in a minute and with the links which is an agile one fast one if you're wearing the full kit you basically <clears throat> you'll get a uh, increased attack speed and uh minus uh, when you dodge, you use a lot less stamina, basically. So it gives you that extra boost. But um, the way the builds are done in this game, <clears throat> you don't have stats at all. 
they don't exist. You have one main stat, which is your core power. It's basically the battery of your rig. And when you level up, every time that goes up one. So if you're level 20, you have 20 core power. Each piece of armor takes a piece of energy to use and wear. So it could have two for an arm, one for another arm, two for a leg, two for a leg. And obviously they all add up. And you have, say, if you're level 20, you have a maximum of 20 that you can use. But you also have what they call the implant system. Basically, when you start the game, you have four slots. And the more you level up, the more you open to a total of eight slots that you can use. And these are kind of like rings in Dark Souls, but not in a sense. They, they You can use, basically, in there you can put things, uh, damage modifiers, uh, defense modifiers, health injectors, which are like your Estus flasks they belong in there. So if you don't want any, you think you're good enough and you don't need any heals, you can just put loads of damage modifiers in there if you think you're that good, you know, and just max out your damage or max out your sort of your defense with these yeah, these implants. But obviously I'm shite. So all eight, I basically had, I had four health injectors. So I had like 15 heals and then the other four were all, uh, and I had two, extra stamina and two extra health and those implants scale with your level the higher the level you are the more the the health work more health it gives or the more stamina it gives but you can pull them out the good thing is you're not locked into that in any one playthrough you put an implant in you can take it out you can put it in you can take it out the only ones you can't do whilst you're playing are the health estus things but you have to do them at a bomb, uh, not your bonfire, they call it the med bay. But you can change them out as long as you're at a med bay. So you can change your the way your build is at any time in the game. You don't have to pay to respec. You can change your implants. If you go to a boss and you feel, oh, I'm really struggling with my health, you can pull out all your implants and just maybe throw all health implants in. Or if you want more damage, pull out them, put, put some damage implants in. And you can re- you can play with those builds whenever you want as you go through the game, and I really like that because you're not locked in, and it gives you a broad spectrum to be able to try whatever you want as you go along. Yeah, it's uh, any questions? Anything? Any I, questions? Any questions? I do think it's really interesting how much you ended up liking this game after how much you didn't like Neo. Hmm. The, the thing with Neo, I found there was too much going on, way too much. When you boil down to things with this game, it is quite simplified, but deep at the same time, if that makes any sense. Whereas Neo, there was too many numbers, too many stats relating to another stat, and then mm-hmm. you got the items that it was just fucking throwing stuff at you left, right, and center, just like hundreds of pieces of items. It was it was just too much for my head, and I couldn't. And plus, I found the combat too fast as well. I didn't. It felt more like Ninja Gaiden. It was too fast for me. Being by the Ninja Gaiden people, it would do. And that it's too fast for me. My brain can't cope with that speed. I can't keep up with it. So yeah. Whereas the the surge, it's it's a lot more mechanical and weighted and. It's all about pure timing and spacing and stuff like that. And watching like the enemies, you need to sort of 
keep an eye out. Like I was talking to Vader and he was saying he was struggling to read the enemy's attacks. And I said, that's because you're used to reading Dark Souls attacks, but they do really telegraph them quite well. You just need to know what you're looking for. Like some enemies will throw an attack and then throw a second attack straight away. But that's quite common that they're going to do that. Once you see them do it once, you can generally know that they're going to do it again. But a lot of people are once again rushing into it Dark Souls style and it's just like they don't attack or move like your Dark Souls people. They're very erratic because they're crazed. Their movements are very weird at first. And when you don't, when you first go in, it is like I was dying a lot when I first started out. But then once I got used to it and realised, right, okay, I just need to take my time and just watch what's going on and watch their movements and after a while, I start to learn them, and I was just tearing through until I got to the end of the game, and then it, it puts a foot up your ass quite hard. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say one thing, though. There's one boss in the game. It's four fucking phases. Four. Four. Oh, my God. Four. No, thank you. <laughs> but as I, as I said, I killed it. Me, Mr. Shit, who can't play these games for Toffee. If I can do it, anyone can do it. So... <laughs> The po- that was a good example actually I was going into that boss and I had a big heavy weapon big heavy armour and I was like oh, fuck I can't do this I'm too slow so I took that off threw on my dex armour bought out a one handed sword and I was more agile could move around a lot more massively helped and that's then I managed to defeat him you know and that's what I mean you can do that shit on the fly and it's it's not too much of a drama to do and I like that I like being able to go oh, I don't like that I want to try something else you're not locked in you know and upgrading's not really too bad because you only have four levels of upgrade per uh, weapon, so you can play around with weapons a lot as well, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah. The I surge. mean, I, I've, mm. I've talked for a long time about how much I want like a sci-fi Dark Souls, and it seems like maybe this isn't exactly that, but it's definitely something no. that I want to check out at some point. I would definitely say like a lot of people are. It's, it is very hit or miss. It's been hitting reviews anywhere from 50 all the way up to 90. So it <laughs> is very, very devi- div- divisive at the moment. But the two people I've man- who's bought it that I've been talking to have actually, by the sounds of things, been enjoying what they've played so far. Darth Shinobi's mm-hmm. still playing it now. He's constantly texting me whether, for in, like info and stuff like that. And I think uh, Alison's been playing it as well, and sh- she's been getting on quite well with it as well. Yeah. So. Well, Al- it, Allison is a champion, so whatever what, whatever yeah. ends up happening with that game, she'll just destroy it. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> um, and yeah, so uh, I don't I don't know if we actually like explicitly said this earlier in you talking about this, but you reviewed this game. Oh, I did. Yes. This I is your did. second review for. <clears throat> excuse me. This is your second review so far, huh? Yes, this is my second review for yeah Games Critics. Uh, my review's not actually up yet. Because I've had oh, to make okay. a few edits. Because obviously I'm a div when it comes to writing, so my editor <laughs> obviously pings back and forth. But it's finished and it should be going up tonight. So fingers crossed. But uh, this won't be going out till Sunday, so it'll be up by then. So if anyone's read it, you'll probably see that I gave it an eight out of ten. So it's it's scoring quite high for me. Really mm-hmm. good. The only thing that let it down is that difficulty spike on that tail end quarter, and then. Obviously, the story being a bit flat for quite a while, which is a bit annoying. But once it kicks off, it's good. So, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it. I'm playing New Game Plus 
New Game Plus kicks you in the ass even harder. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, guess, I guess you must have really enjoyed it if you're playing New Game Plus. Yeah, uh, well, I'm supposed to be reviewing another game at the moment, and all I want to do is play The Surge. And I read that the other day, and uh, actually, I just literally just got a tweet from the developers of the game. He was like, <laughs> there is a new game plus Afterlife, Life, Afterlife. He's like, but that's life. Don't review, play our game more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good guys, man. Yeah, they're good guys. But, yeah, it's awesome. <clears throat> Yes, great. Go play it if you can. It is, as I say, full price game. It's a little cut, a little rugged round the edges, but once you can look past that, there's a huge, big, sparkly diamond in there in that yeah. combat system. So yeah, please go play. And if you don't like it, don't tell me off because Alison's already <laughs> threatened me that she's going to send me the bill if she don't like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, the surge. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Brian, I think you're up next. Mm. All right, yeah. Um, so let's talk, let's talk about Dead Cells. Do either of you know what this game is? No. I do, and I'm excited to hear you talk about it. <clears throat> uh, Cliff, have you heard of this? I have not. No. Okay, so um, get ready for some word salad. Uh, I'm just I, I've got their uh, I've got their website up on uh, on on my computer right now. I'm just going to read you uh, some of the description of this game. Um, just because like i think it's i think it's really funny that like this you'll you'll understand after i read it um <clears throat> it is dead cells is a roguelike metroidvania with souls-like combat and non-linear progression whoa that's a mouthful that is that is 100 percent word salad but like it you know like i said those words and those are just ringing my bells one by one like ding 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 those are all things that i love um, so yeah, so this is a, this is like a, it's, it's a, it's a 2d, uh, roguelike. Um, last week I was on this podcast, uh, as, as a guest before I became an official host. Um, and I was talking about, uh, Flint and Hook and this is similar. Like this is in, in the same vein. It's like a 2d pixel art, uh, uh, roguelike, uh, platformer roguelike. Um, but this game is amazing like i i say that like flint and hook isn't amazing but man this game is good like i just picked it up this week <clears throat> and i've already put like four hours into it like just over the course of the past couple days um it is like super fluid like super super fun to control and like it's it, it i i really like i i definitely like took it with a grain of salt when i said that it had, when i saw that it had souls like combat uh but it definitely feels a little bit that way like it's there's no stamina bar but you definitely have it's what it reminds me of is actually Momodora 4, if either of you have played that. I think you have, Jeremy. I haven't. I own it. Um, I bought it as soon as it came out on PS4 and then have totally just not, not had time to play it because I'm too busy playing old-ass 360 games. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a mistake. You need to be playing Momodora because Momodora yeah, I've listened is to Yeah, I, I listened to a brief... I listened to the first part of the uh, first episode that Bonfireside Chat, um, that, where they covered it, and it sounds like built for me like it sounds great except for the anime princess first boss but um <laughs> yeah the anime seems like especially yeah lots of animated uh but it seems like after that like the game is just like pure good yeah so. well okay so not lots of anime titties there's one anime titties. there's that one yeah yeah <laughs> just just one <laughs> uh but yeah so this game okay so um more or less like a very very similar progression system to like a like a Rogue Legacy, um, like I was talking about with Flint Hook last week. But again, like did it better than Rogue Legacy did. Uh, Jeremy, you liked Rogue Legacy, didn't you? I, I, 
yes and no. <clears throat> I liked it enough to like kind of play it for a couple of hours, but um, for whatever reason, the the rogue like stuff to that game, the like dying and then your you know your child or whatever, like your your hair like inherits all your stuff, like that didn't really click for me. So I never got really really deep into it like I did the Binding of Isaac or Enter the Gungeon or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, did, so, like, do you, do you think that, like, part of that was that you didn't necessarily like the, like, the progression system? Pretty much, yeah. I think that was what it was. Okay. Well, I think, I think Dead Cells probably will, uh, it, it's a little more interesting than that because your progression is, like, uh, so every time you finish an area, you go, you meet <clears> basically, <throat> like, this guy that is more or less death. Um, and he uh, gives you like you collect these cells throughout the throughout the game, and those are those are what you use to that, those are what you spend to uh, uh, to buy upgrades. Um, and what you're buying are like different weapons, or just like giving yourself like every time like every time you buy like the twin every time you find the twin daggers, like you get like plus five or plus ten percent uh, damage to those. And so there's that. Okay. And then also every time you beat a boss, you get a perm- you unlock a permanent upgrade to your character, and that permanent upgrade is like. Uh, some sort of like uh, uh, trans, some sort of like movement uh, mechanic. Um, so the first one that I unlocked was I was able to like there are like these little blobs on the ground, um, and so I'm able now to walk up to those and press a button, and it makes a vine sprout out of them that I can climb up to get into <laughs> areas that I couldn't get to pre- previously. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, and then like the so Very then cool. the I, I've I've gotten two of them so far, and so I don't think it's a huge spoiler to say this, but like the second one is like a uh, you like get into like a sarcophagus, and it teleports you to another area. <laughs> like you're going to go get your grave lord covenant. I yeah, like basically, this. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> um, there's there's like a very light like story, I guess, to this. Um. In that your your character is like basically like a blob of cells, and uh, you and in, you inhabit like a body, and you have no head. Uh, and when you do it for the first time, you like talk to this guy, and he's like, "Oh, you've been doing this for a long time. Um, good luck. Like you can't die, so keep going." Yeah, I'm into this a lot. Um, this guy, for whatever reason, this got the attention of um, Peeve Peeverson, so he streamed mm-hmm. a bunch of it. And uh, he's a noted Dark Souls, you know, streamer, and uh, he absolutely fell in love with it. And then uh, Polygon did a review, and I saw Patrick Klepek pick up on it. And then, like two hours later, Patrick Klepek said, "Oh my God, this is the greatest game ever!" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this game is it, it is fucking great, man. Like, um, I've like I I did not expect to like I because because I, I I picked it up thinking like oh like I want to play something new for the podcast this week, but I also like I'm still deep pretty deep into Flint Hook. So I was like, oh, I'll probably play this for like a run and then, you know, go back and uh and and play some more Flint Hook. Uh nope. <laughs> like I am all in on Dead Cells. <laughs> um and it awesome. is like it is so like it just it is a joy to control. Like I I think that's a thing that like I I I say that a lot. Like that's that, that's clearly very important to me, right? Is like mm-hmm. how a game how a game feels in the hands and like this is just masterful. I'm very excited. Is this have they released? I know it's coming out. It's come out on Steam, but have they talked about PS4 or any other console releases? Uh, so I don't think they've said too much because <laughs> it's not even. It's, so it's it's only an early access on Steam right now. It's not even in full release. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess they there there's some tweet where they uh, they they intimated that they're working on getting it out on Switch. So it'll at least be out on mm-hmm. that at some point, I'd imagine. I'm into that. Yeah, and it's it's a hundred percent a game that I would like 
buy on a Switch and play all the time. Yeah, no doubt. Like, uh, we don't need to spend too much time on this, but I've I've been playing a little bit of Binding of Isaac on the Switch uh, lately. Mm-hmm. And that game is still super fun. And it's really it nice is. to have, like, a good portable version of it. Yeah, it's a shame that they uh, kind of abandoned the, the beta version on that stuff. Yep. <laughs> I played a lot of the beta version, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And, uh, well, cool. I'm, I do, do want to look, just... looking forward to that one. Yeah. Just one last thing while we're talking about roguelikes. Um, th- this is going to be my weekly stand. Uh, hey, Derek, you please put Spelunky on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw... Um, it might have been James Carter from Candy Rents talking about mm-hmm. that. Of like, I'm, I'm, I know everyone likes Bind. No, because he's a Bind of Isaac fan. So who was talking? Maybe it was uh, Joshua was it Carity from Candy Rents. <laughs> Somebody was saying like, I know that you know everybody loves Bind of Isaac, but please, 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 Spelunky. So mm-hmm. because Spelunky is amazing. But yeah, so that's uh, that's more or less Dead Cells. Like I, I, I will probably have more to say about that game in the coming weeks because I don't see myself stopping playing it anytime soon. <laughs> Good. Um, well, I want to. I want to hear more, and I'm. I'm pretty excited to find out like anything and everything about that game because I don't know, man. Like those kind of short roguelike, like fun games like that are kind of rare nowadays. Like the good ones are anyway. So. Yeah. But yeah. So Dead Cells. Um. So Cliff, uh, I know you're kind of on a time crunch, so why don't we go ahead and bang out your uh, your other game real quick? Well, to, to be honest, I don't have too much to say because I'm reviewing it at the moment. Embargo's up, but so I can talk about it. <laughs> Uh, Injustice 2, man, that's yeah, some good injustice. motherfucking fighting game, yo. That's some good, some good fighting. Who's your main? Oh, well, I'm playing the campaign at the moment, so it's a bit of everyone. But, uh, man, yeah, Neverrealms have really come in with the money in this, this game. The, the combat's tight. The graphics are fantastic. The facial animations are spectacular, like. Mass Effect, you you need to learn a lesson from these dudes. Seriously, like <laughs> Jesus Christ, did they look so real? Like the story is great as well. The story is fantastic. I'm really really into the story of Justice Two. Uh, sort of getting the gear, changing your gear. Ah, oh, it's great. And they've got like a, a challenge thing uh, called the multiverse. That is real fun to play. Like, uh, I don't know if you played the first one at all, where they had the uh, Star Labs. Did you play the first one at all? I did not. Ooh. I have, yeah, because it was uh, free for PS4 for a while. So, uh, mm. And I really, really liked their the first Mortal Kombat they came out with because yeah. the story was legitimately, like, for a fighting game, really, really cool and fun to play through. So I played uh, a little bit of Injustice 1, but for whatever reason, I just, I, man, the fighting game just like kind of, like, I don't know what it is about that particular game, but I couldn't get very far in it. So I just kind of gave up. Mm. Yeah. The, 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 I would definitely say with Injustice 2, you can't just button mesh, but it's not like <laughs> your street, it's not like your street fighter. You, you um, It's not about suit. It's, it's more about sort of combo, combo stuff, but that's a real, real good game. Real, real good. Like, <sighs> probably one of the best fighting games i've played for a while quite some while now it's yeah if you like fighting games go get it i can't i don't want to go into it too much more because obviously i'm writing the review for it at the moment but go get injustice 2 go get it if you like fighting games if you like dc as well go get it it's a awesome dc story yeah the fun part about this whole thing is that um 
Superman is just the fucking worst in it, right? Like he's just mm-hmm. he's just at the absolute yeah, he's like a worst. Real like he's or something, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the bad guy in everything, which I find fascinating. Yeah, he's like super dick now because obviously he's following on from the first one where he was tricked into killing Lois Lane, wasn't he? And now he's just like, yeah, fuck everyone. I'm going to kill every criminal there is. I'm just going to murder them in cold blood. Batman's like, you know, <laughs> you can't do that, man. He's like, fuck you. I'm killing everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's mad. He's super, super mad. <laughs> Superman, mad. Super mad. Super mad. Super yeah. mad, man. Super mad, man. But yeah, well done, Neverrealms. I, I will clap to them. Those, yeah. <laughs> very very good yeah and very uh good. I've, I've got the roster up on my computer right now i've been clicking through the characters and um man green arrows mustache is something else is he rocking yeah. a full stash is it the yeah. 90s like I, porn, I, porn I, stash? I dropped mm-hmm. i dropped it in the chat if you want to look at it i do as a matter of fact I'm glad you did that. His, mas- his mustache is beautiful it is pretty great i've also i've never heard of dr fate but he's he's pretty cool looking Dr. Fate is a, is a really interesting... Whoa, that is a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> we need to remember to tell Vader to put that into the show notes because, Absolutely. goddamn, that is a mustache. Um, I've been watching kind of just randomly on Netflix. Uh, the, I think it's Young Justice, uh, and it starts mm, out with like all Justice, of the young yeah. sidekick characters, and it's... Um, it's really really cool and then in season two like all of those characters grew up and there's a whole new crew and that that show is bonkers but like the doctor fate treatment there like actually got me interested in wanting to read uh the, the comic books that are out there about doctor fate which i haven't done yet but it's you know interesting nonetheless so all right he's very much a, a doctor strange with a twist basically oh okay okay so yeah uh got anything else to say My about justice it's but, fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> if you like we'll fighting that. or you like DC or just yeah, just go play it. It's really good. It's really, really <laughs> good. <laughs> really, really good. All right, Jeremy, your turn. My turn. Um, I forgot what I've been playing, so let me go look at the show notes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, this week, Microsoft has been doing a big sale on all their backwards compatible stuff, and I don't know if they if it was this week that Shadows of the Damned became backwards compatible or if it was just happened to be on sale this week and i just missed it previous to this but uh it was like five dollars um shadows of the damned is a pseudo 51 game it's very much in the era of an xbox 360 kind of over the shoulder shooter game like it plays a lot like uh resident evil 4 like it's a little bit quicker than that but you're can uh, i make a strong statement sure it's the best pseudo 51 game man like (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, I haven't <laughs> played Killer Seven in a while, so I'm kind of curious how Killer Seven plays nowadays. I mean, it, Obviously, de- it definitely plays a lot better than Killer Seven. You could you could make yeah. an argument that the story of Killer Seven is more interesting, but man, Shadows of the Damned is great. It's it's fun, and I, I wanted to bring it up number one because it's a great game, but number two because Josh has been on this kick, and uh, he you know he played through Killer Seven, and then he followed that up with Killer is Dead, mm-hmm. um, and that was really interesting to hear his perspective on that. But uh, Shadows of the Damned is kind of in between those two. And it, while it does have some problematic stuff, like the like your girlfriend gets kidnapped by a demon and dragged down to hell, and you have to go follow her there to you know go save her. So, I and the, I, I don't, I don't want to talk too much uh, spoiler stuff, but they like they totally subvert that. They do, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, like she does show up in her lingerie almost immediately. Yeah, and, yeah. And like, and like your character <laughs> is like, I bought her that lingerie. It's like, oh, you were in a um, what was it, a Victoria's Secret? Like it's 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 kind of misogynistic in, in yeah, some ways. Def- definitely a little bit. 
but it but it leans into it in such a way that it I, I feel like it almost loops around to being funny and goofy like it's almost it's it's fully it feels like it's fully aware and that they wrote these characters to be specifically like kind of shitty and it comes off as not necessarily shitty to everything mm-hmm. um so I, I feel like it's worth playing even then so it's 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 a you know like I mentioned Resident Evil Four so you're like walking around in a 3D environment the camera's over your shoulder um, your weapon is this like skull thing that can transform into you know a pistol or a shotgun or into a uh, submachine gun that kind of thing the skull talks and the skull is fucking hilarious <laughs> his name is Johnson uh, which is hilarious and, because there's a lot of jokes <laughs> the the main the main character's name is Garcia Hotspur uh, uh, sorry. Is his name is Garcia, Garcia Hot- fucking Hotspur. Excuse, yeah, his middle name is fucking Hotspur. <laughs> 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 it's it's extremely over the top, exactly what you would expect with Suda 51. It uh, it plays really well. It's got this, like, the main mechanic of the game is, uh, like, you go to hell and the, it gets, you'll go into an individual area that's cordoned off by gates and either you have to find a specific key to open up the gates and in this case, like, the locks are baby faces, like little cherub faces and you have to find, like, strawberries or brains to feed them and when you feed the baby faces you literally punch a strawberry into its face which is very satisfying uh, every once in a while, like an area will be taken over by darkness and you have to go figure out like how to shoot, shoot something to get rid of the darkness and enemies are of course way stronger in the darkness. So you have to kind of balance all of that stuff. It plays really, it's really, really fun. Like the combat has enough flexibility that you can kind of get around. And like, I felt like Resident Evil four, sometimes it was a little too stiff. Like you didn't, like you would get kind of overwhelmed very quickly. That hasn't really happened to me yet. And I've been, this is my replay. This is the second time I've played it. So uh, but it's it's a lot of fun, and I want to specifically bring up the music. And uh, Cliff, if if you want to, I don't, this is up to you because I know you're going to edit this episode. Like, mm. drop and I'll send you a link to drop some music on right here. But the soundtrack to this game is actually super fucking good, like way better than it has any right to be. Wasn't it composed by Akira Yamaoka? It was, indeed. <laughs> uh, so, who, is, who is a fantastic uh, composer. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, who and made a bunch of, the, bunch of the Silent Hill games. A bunch of the Silent Hill games. So, like, it's got this, like, kind of cool, jazzy... It jumps into some rock stuff every once in a while, but it doesn't get, like, excessive with it. Yeah, there's, uh, there, it's not really, like, butt rock. Like a lot no, of the games no, in that, never that goes there, which is, thankfully, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, you know, it's... It was four, four or five dollars. I would recommend everybody. Uh, yes. I don't know how long the sale is going to go in this week, but like go to the Microsoft thing if you have an Xbox One and see all of the crazy deals they have on Xbox 360 games. Like if there's stuff that you've missed or in my case, like I think I own Shadows of the Dam on a disc somewhere, but I don't know where the fuck that disc is. <laughs> like I'm not going to go dig that out of the garage to play Shadows of the Dam. I'm going to. So I just, you know, spent the five dollars, downloaded it and, you know, now it's on my hard drive forever. Uh, I counted today, by the way, and I have more Xbox 360 games on my Xbox One hard drive than I do. <laughs> of course, <laughs> games. of course. Um, so, and then the other thing that I've been playing that I just want to quickly mention is that um, that Microsoft re-released this Phantom Dust game, and mm-hmm. which 
apparently has this huge internet following because I saw like the Austin walkers of the world, like just ranting about how great this is that they released it for free. Um, so I downloaded it. I have no, no, nothing to do with this game at all. I have no like pre- preconception with this game. And I played a little bit of it today and it's, it's really weird and interesting. And it's got this whole multiplayer mode that seems like it's going to be kind of cool. Like I'm really interested to get back into it, but at the start, like you're running around an arena you pick up skills that you can do. So like one of the skills you do would be like a, uh, like a long range, um, laser attack or whatever. And you're just a dude when you're doing this. Um, like, so you pick this up doing that spins aura points right now. I have five aura points, uh, you know, so that might cost me two aura points to cast. Um, and it only can be used in long distance. Otherwise it'll miss. Um, so like they scatter these skills across and like, you'll find defensive skills, you'll find short range, mid range, long range, offensive skills. So you have to kind of balance where the skills are when you pick them up and then try to use those to kill your opponent, whatever it is. Um, it seems very focused on the multiplayer. Like even the single player campaign is you load up a mission and you've got a very specific thing to do. You're not out like exploring a world or anything. So I don't know, like it's free. Go check that shit out. And it seems like kind of cool. It's on uh, it's on windows and Xbox one. So go check out, you know, if you have, a, even if you have a PC, if you can brave the Microsoft store on windows 10, you should go check that out. <laughs> uh, which, which I did. And I can confirm that it's not that bad. Wait, how far did you get into it? Uh, I basically just got through the tutorial as well. So I've barely was, played it. Was, um, so as far as I got into it too, you remember a few years ago when Microsoft announced this, uh, it, it wasn't originally going to be a remaster. They were making a new phantom dust game, right? Uh, at E3? I don't at all. Yeah. Okay. I don't well, a few years ago at E3, uh, Microsoft announced that they were going to be making a new Phantom Dust game, <clears throat> and it caught up in that wave of hype. I actually bought a sealed copy of the original Phantom Dust um, for the original Xbox for Xbox Original Recipe. Um, okay. And so I was like, because I was like caught up in this wave of hype, and I was like, like people on the people on like the Something Awful forums were like really talking it up. I was like, oh man, I'm going to play this sweet game. Uh, it is still in the shrink wrap, and now I have a free copy of it that I downloaded from the internet. So excellent, <laughs> great. Um, did they not? Did they not ever come out with the, like the next one or whatever? Like, has that not? No, apparently uh, the studio that was making the next uh, the, the 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 new Phantom Dust uh, kind of like put it on. I like Microsoft kind of put it on put them on ice. Ah, um, gotcha. gotcha. So okay. that game is no longer being made, as far as we know, and they kind of remastered the original Phantom Dust as a make good to people who were super hyped about a new Phantom Dust. Okay, so that's why everyone on the internet was like, "This is how you turn a PR loss into a win, or whatever." I was yes. curious what the backstory on that was, but I, yep. I didn't. I didn't feel like going to look it up either. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's, seems, that's uh, the only two things. Like I've just been using my Xbox One lately, and uh, just as a quick aside, the Xbox One menu is garbage. <laughs> um, it's it's just really. I was talking to uh, Kyle, who aka not not lurker, lurker, not, not lurker. He's not lurker anymore, so he calls himself Kyle. But uh, I was talking to Kyle, and yeah. he's like, "Man, you should have seen it when it first launched. It was really garbage." And I was like, "Man, how could it be worse than it is now?" But apparently, it is. Well, so, apparently, so. when it first launched, it was like even more uh, uh, connect centric. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. because like they were all connect uh, was packed in with every Xbox when it launched. Uh, but, like, they really wanted you to use, like, voice commands to navigate the menus, is what I've heard. 
So here's here's the thing is I have a connect thanks to one of our listeners. He sent me an Xbox One connect and I hooked it up and um, I haven't figured out how to use any of the voice stuff. Like every once in a while, the menu, <laughs> like the, the Xbox One will pop up a thing that said like, just t- say Xbox broadcast and you'll start streaming. And I was like, Xbox broadcast. And then Autumn looks at me and gives me the finger because I'm talking to my electronics. and nothing <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, it's kind of ridiculous. So I don't, I don't know if I need to go in. I went through the settings and everything. I must be just missing something. But if you search anything for the Xbox One, I'm like how to do whatever. It's just like, oh, all you have to do is say Xbox settings and you'll go to this thing. And I'm like, I don't, I can tell that shit's working. That's my problem. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that'll work. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I, all I know about the Xbox One is secondhand because I've never owned one. Cool. That's all I got. All right. So I guess uh, I guess that leaves me. Um, yeah. And I just how are we doing on time, Cl- Cliff? Are you are you you're good? Go up. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, we can. Okay. We yeah, can, it should be plenty we, of time. We, we can bang this out in fifteen minutes. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this, but I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing some Heroes of the Storm. Cool. Are you trying um, to unlock those sweet, sweet uh, Overwatch skins? That is exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Are either of you guys like averse at all in like Lords Management games? I, I I don't particularly like these at all. So no. So I. I played some Dota back in the day, like like not Dota two, like original Dota, like way back on the War Three launcher, um, and I I always enjoyed it well enough, but I never got like super deep into it the way that that uh, everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I've I've actually been like having a lot of fun with with Heroes of the Storm. Um, a couple of the things that they did were in, that were that are interesting. Uh, that I'm I'm probably not saying anything new that anyone who is who has any interest in Heroes of the Storm has already heard all of this. Um, but the matches are only like 20 minutes, which is great. Like you get in and out like real quick. And that's compared to like a Dota match could go anywhere from like 45 to 90 minutes. And that's like a really long time for one, for one game, especially yeah. when you lose. Right. Ugh. Like just, yeah, just that, that, like, yeah, pic- that's, picture yeah, in your that's, mind, like playing a 90, a 90 minute Dota match and then losing. No, I, I definitely <laughs> don't want to do that. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is, is that like every map, so the maps are all different, which is, uh, which is definitely, which is another different thing because most, most, uh, Lomas, like you just have the one map and on heroes of the storm, you have like all these different maps that have like different objectives on them. So you have like little, like RTS missions that you do on top of just like the normal, like pushing a lane and like soaking up experience and doing all that stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so a couple of the more interesting ones is like, there's one where you're on, um, you're in like the, the heaven area of Diablo three and, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So like, and of course, like all these, all these maps are like, uh, themed after different areas of like blizzard games. Right. Because, uh, it, it is like the, the, the blizzard all stars. Um, so when you're in this, when you're in this heaven area, uh, every once in a while, the two, these two immortals will start fighting. So it's like an angel and a devil will, a demon will like start like fighting on the map and you have to run over and like fight the one that is, uh, you have to like help, help your immortal win the fight basically by damaging the other immortal. And Mm -hmm. when you do, um, you get your immortal, like whoever, whoever wins, like gets their immortal as like a, a, a super powerful creep. Okay. That jo- jumps into a lane and like you know strolls down the lane and like does a whole bunch of damage and like they're uh, when when you get these like these like elite creeps like they're like super powerful and like they do a lot of damage and have a lot of health, uh, which means that you're pushing into your lane a lot farther, which means that you're getting to your opponent's uh, your opponent's uh, ancient faster and destroying it and winning right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the ones that I thought was really cool. Uh, there's also like there's one that's a StarCraft map uh, where every once in a while some some nukes just drop on the map, and you go and pick okay. up a nuke, and then you just like get to launch a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I can get behind that. Um, yeah, and uh, like it's it, it's like I said, like I've never really been deep into these games, but like this one's mm-hmm. been really fun so far. And I don't know if it's maybe it's because everyone's trying to get those Overwatch skins, but I feel like I'm not like horribly overmatched. Yeah, and, um, I know Nikki has been playing this friend of the show. Nikki um, mm-hmm. has been has been playing this a lot just to get those Overwatch skins. So um, I, I find it fascinating that Li- Blizzard gets people to play their games by giving them stuff from other games. Like <laughs> that will never not be funny to me. Yeah, no, it's it's really funny, and uh, th- it might surprise you to hear that Heroes of the Storm is really polished. It does not surprise me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, surprising no one, a Blizzard game is really nicely designed. Um, but yeah, so like I, I, I've been playing almost exclusively as this guy, Artinus, who I think is from Starcraft, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like a, he's, he's just like a, like a melee guy that, uh, just gets up in the stuff and he has some, he has some cool abilities and I've, I've been having a lot of fun playing as him, which I can say is, uh, different than most times that I've played Aloma. Like it, I, I don't feel like I'm like fighting against him to like get him to do things, which is nice. You keep saying MoMA. I thought it was MOBA. Uh, I'm saying Loma. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is for Loma? Lord's management. What What is a MOBA then? Uh, uh, MOBA is a dumb name for, for nerds. MOBA, everyone knows that everyone MOBA is a dumb name for nerds. Everyone knows that they're Lord's management games, Jeremy. <laughs> well, I definitely did not know that. So. <laughs> no, that's a. Uh, um, the idle thumbs guys, uh, always called them Lord's management games. And so I just kind of picked up on it from them. So I've always called them Lomas. Okay, cool. I'm into it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's more or less it. Like I'm, I'm having fun playing, uh, playing this game and I didn't think that I would, I figured I'd just like get my matches in to get the, uh, uh, to get the rewards and then just dip out. But like, I'm, I'm really having fun playing them. Cool. I'm into it. Yeah. I, want, I want those sweet Overwatch skins, but I'm not going to go like through the hassle of uh, like downloading and playing this other game to to get them. But I mean, you got to get that dope diva skin, man. The, the diva skin is is that the is the cop one, right? Because yep. that does look extremely dope. It's great. One hundred percent agree with you. It looks very cool. I wish. Uh, I really, really wish that. I just. I had. I wish I had more time to play Overwatch. Like I enjoyed what I did. I just don't have enough time to do it. So. Well, um, friend of the show, Joan, and I have been playing that game a little bit, and we're really trying to pressure people into getting it on PC if you don't already have it and playing it with us. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Jeremy. Where's the where's the best way to get you guys to, <clears throat> if, they, if somebody wants to play with you on PC? Uh, you can you can hit me up on Twitter at WadeBrianR, and I will uh, I, I will add you on, on, on Battle.net, and we will play some Overwatch. Cool. But yeah, so on that note, why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead and wrap up so Cliff can get out of here? Yeah, Cliff, you have anything more to say? Um, don't 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 be mad at me if you don't like Surge. Don't don't, don't <laughs> just don't, just, on, just don't, don't don't be mad at me. Not everyone can like the same games. If you don't like <laughs> the true. Surge, yeah, you can you can send all complaints to uh, at cliff underscore goldsmith on twitter exactly yes 100 percent. yes great bug reports uh any kind of technical support that you need uh if you, if you need a refund that's i've heard that's who you need to contact oh yeah absolutely yes yes if you need a dm it for refunds to, to follow and dm for refunds 
<laughs> so yeah, so uh, I've, uh, I, I guess so I, I, I can go ahead and do some wrap up since I'm technically the host of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find uh, me on Twitter at Wade Brian R. And you can find the show on Twitter at, uh, is it, it's Dark Insight Pod, right? It is. Nice. Nailed it. Nailed it in one. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike the intro. (laughs) Um, And where can people find you, Jeremy? I'm JG Greer on Twitter. I do a bunch of podcasts. You can find all of them on at JG Greer on Twitter. Probably. I don't know. I probably have retweeted some of them by now. Um, Yeah, I would imagine so. I want to give a special shout out real quick to uh, our friends over at the Salt Report podcast. I don't know if Mm -hmm. we actually talked about them at all but um it's slowly but surely become one of my favorite podcasts i listen to mm-hmm. it's three friends of ours um two of which have been on the show i don't know why we haven't had jake on the show yet but jake hosted seems like and, a real uh, mistake it's, I, it really uh, does I like, have, what are we even i doing? have spoke to him because we recorded on friday he's it's time zones he just can't get it. if we uh, recorded on a saturday okay. it would be he wants to come on but it's just yeah, time zone issues. Well, listen, maybe we can make a Saturday recording work for you. Jake. Yeah, yeah. We'll that was, I, was I said to him, we'll make something work. Yeah. Um. So it's it's Jake hosting Jake Lionheart on Twitter, who does all kinds of crazy cool raps. He has a Bloodborne album coming out Ooh, that I got a sneak peek to, and it is fucking hot. It is so good. Fire. Um. <clears throat> but it's also friend of the show K, aka at Humanity Upgrade, and Nikki, who we mentioned earlier at uh, Lost Panda on Twitter, and it's. Three nerds getting salty about video games and various other <laughs> things like cosplay malfunctions and going to cons and having to play Heroes of the Storm for Overwatch skins and Dark Souls 3 PvP. And it's just really, really fun to listen to them. Like they, they all have a great rapport. Jake does really, really good on the audio. And so like I'm, I'm all into it. So go check that out. Yeah. And um, also follow me on Twitter at JG Greer. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, while you're, while you're plugging a podcast, uh, I actually forgot that I wanted to plug a podcast. Sure. Um, it is uh, it is called Dames and Dragons. It's a uh, fifth edition uh, actual play podcast uh, that is hosted by four ladies, and it is cool. super super funny and really really fun and like really interesting. Like they're they're telling a really good or really interesting story. Um, I actually I, I picked up on this podcast like earlier this year, um, and I listened to like the first four or five episodes, and then I just kind of fell off of it for some reason or another. Um, but I, I've actually gone back and re-listened to the entire season or the entire series so far, uh, over the past like three days and it is amazing. And I really would like everyone to check it out if you are interested at all in a, uh, in like a D and D podcast. On your recommendation, I downloaded the first three episodes, but have yet to listen to them. So I'm, I'm lame. <laughs> well, highly recommended. Cliff, do you want to plug any podcast? Yeah, Cliff, round us out. Uh, Plug a podcast and then tell us what your Twitter is. Yeah, just go, just uh, Waypoint. I'll just listen to Waypoint a lot. Uh, I love them dudes over there. Yeah, Austin Walker's a good dude. Very cool. Very cool. One hundred percent. I don't uh, agree with anything Patrick Klepek says about a Souls game, but I like Patrick <laughs> Klepek and I like Austin Walker. I like so. Patrick Klepek because he fucking agrees. With, he agrees with me on the surge. <laughs> he, he put a piece out this week saying like the exact same things that I've been like spouting the past week. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> I feel good. Go Patrick Klepek. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Cliff underscore Goldsmith on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Crepe Gaming on Switch. I'm going to be trying to stream a bit more, but you may just have to put up with me having the baby because the baby's going to be in here <laughs> with me. So, Remind me what your yeah. Twitch name is. I follow you, but uh, we literally just said it. Yeah, <laughs> Decrepit Gaming. Oh, 
with I mean, a, with a, a deep, decrepit, not decrepit. Yes, the old school, old Victorian way of spelling it. Oh, and um, mm. while we were talking about Waypoint, I actually had, I, I didn't I didn't want to butt in, but uh, Danielle Rando also awesome. Ah, uh, yes. Don't want to yes, don't want to yes. leave her out. No, no. Did uh, <laughs> I, this is a weird story. I know I know we're kind of getting close to when Cliff has to go, but uh, they were <laughs> cool. um talking about Star Wars when the Star Wars trailer came out. Mm. And if I've told this story on the podcast, stop me. I don't remember. If I, I don't think you not, have, but, but um, I know no. this story, and it's very funny. Um, so uh, Danielle says something to the extent of my favorite part of the trailer was when Finn and um, who's your Poe made out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like she said that, and I'm, I happened to be catching the live stream, which I very rarely do. So I like quoted her and like tagged her in a tweet about it. And then, like as I was watching the stream, I saw her like lean over to her phone, and she like cl- opens her phone and she clicks a couple of buttons, and then she puts down her phone. And 30 seconds later, I look at my phone, and Daniel Rindo has retweeted it. <laughs> so like I literally watched her retweet the tweet, <laughs> which was really strange. So yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so this Very is uh, cool. this has been another episode of the podcast, and remember. It's not insight unless it's dark insight. Damn. Bye. Goodbye. That doesn't get said very often anymore. Well done. <laughs> At least someone's keeping up the, 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 say, the, the I, standards. I had to of say it show. for my first hosting episode, right? <laughs> someone's got to keep up the standards on this show, I suppose. <laughs> That's why you brought me in. One hundred percent. Yeah.